Araujo is an all-star account coordinator at Goodby, Silverstein, and Partners. Let me break this down for you. Goodby is an old school agency that keeps on knocking out some of the most creative work today. They're Super Bowl commercial legends. Some of the most talented people in the industry work there today, and they just so happen to be located in San Francisco. Must be nice. Rich Silverstein and Jeff Goodby teach the master class on advertising, but enough about them because Anna is the next big thing. In this episode, Anna breaks down how she graduated back in May and landed a job at such a sought-after agency. For those looking to break in in a couple months, Anna has helpful advice for you. And to connect with Anna and to see her recommended resources, head to our Instagram, Entering Ad. And while you're there, throw us a follow. Now on with the show. This is the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast, and I'm your accomplice, Gino Schellenberger. Kick it, Mikey. Anna Araujo, welcome to the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. How are you doing in this very hour of life? I am doing so good. Thank you. How are you doing? Doing well. Work is, you know, work. It's bit. It's it's busy. The the advertising life, and there's no, you work hard. People say that it's true. You work long hours. Oh uh, no, it's a constant hustle. Yes, yes. So where are you at? You are a account coordinator at Goodby Silverstein and Partners. Is that is everything correct on that? Yeah, no, definitely correct. Um, currently, you know, just residing in Florida while we're still going through this COVID-stricken time. So yeah, just working remotely for now. Working remotely in Florida for a company based in San Francisco. Yes. <laughs> awesome. How does that work? Give us the rundown on the time and, you know, how do you adjust in all of that? Yeah, I mean, obviously the time difference, it's definitely real. Um, At first, it was a lot easier because I was still adjusting and getting used to it. Um, Now it's it's starting to get challenging, not going to (laughs) lie. Working till like 8 p.m., which is like their 5 p.m. time is challenging, especially like, I mean, like we just said in advertising, it's a constant hustle. So when you got to work overtime too, and like for me, I might be up to like midnight, 1 a.m., like, it's a challenge. So, um, that's so that's real stuff, you know, and obviously it's a little bit dramatized because you are in a different time zone on the other side of the country, Yeah, but you're keeping it real. And I appreciate that. And we need to do that more on this podcast, highlight what's actually going on the other side. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no, of course it's definitely so real that happens, but, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to moving there sometime sooner or later once things start to get a little bit lighter on the covered side. Yeah. Yeah. So you are in Florida. You grew up in Florida. This is like your, this is your bread and butter. You went to college in Florida. Is that all correct? Yeah, I did. I went to college at the university of central Florida. Cool. And that's a great college. It's gotta be, it's gotta yeah. be fun there and beautiful oh, weather yeah. all the time. I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah, it's definitely, um, it's my second home, basically. I love Orlando, love UCF. It's a very large school, so it was just so much fun going there for four years. Yeah. Well, let's dig into it. I, I think I'm I'm super excited. You're my first good B 
uh, agency interview member, however you want to phrase that. Your first person from Goodby. And yeah. Goodby, and from my, I'll give you my perspective, is like, like a classic, traditional, creative powerhouse Super Bowl uh, agency that people, I, I, I honestly don't, it doesn't come to my head all the time, top of mind. I don't know why, but when it does, it's like, oh yeah, I forgot that about them. And I would love to work for them one day. And they're, they're so great. Is that kind of like, does, is that how you thought about it? What was your thoughts on it before you started working there? Yeah, no, it's funny thing that you say that because it's very true. I feel like once you start to get your foot into advertising, the big names you hear all the time are like, I mean, I remember hearing like Wyden and Kennedy, like 24 seven, like everyone knows they're like one of the best agencies as well as like, you know, um, like I heard a lot about Habas and heard a lot about Grey Group and mm -hmm. all these other agencies that are mostly in New York, honestly. Yeah. Um, and at the time I was just like very open to anything. So sure. it was like, it was just kind of in the air for me. Like I didn't know much about them. Um, it wasn't until I, went into my summer internship program that I heard more about them and really started to get interested. Um, but yeah, good be, I mean, they do a lot of like really big name brand stuff. I mean, like you said, with the Super Bowl, um, we had a, a couple of Super Bowl ads like Cheetos. Um, I believe we did Sam Adams was in there. Which one was uh, that one? Remind, remind us. It's been a while since the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Cheetos yeah. one was, is that the Ashton Kutcher one? Yeah, that was Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis, um, Shaggy. Awesome. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah. But they always, you guys do like four. You, I remember well, last year, it was like four Super Bowl ads you guys did. What did you guys do this year? You had two? Um. So, yeah, there was, um, I think there was about four this year, too. They're on accounts that I don't work on. I work on um, Comcast Business. So, um, which is like a newer pillar business that they just got. And, but for the Super Bowl, they had um, Cheetos was definitely in there, Sam Adams. I mean, this is a Super Bowl agency in my head. Like, I, yeah. when I think Super Bowl, I think Goodby and High Dive. High Dive from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. High Dive, small, powerful agency that has like usually one or two in the past couple of years. So, those yeah. are two agencies I think of just always knocking out great work. And that, yeah. That's huge. Like, I want to work for an agency. I think everybody wants to work on a Super Bowl at some point in their advertising career. And you have that opportunity working there, you know, maybe next year. Yeah, no, it's so cool. And I mean, never would I have imagined that, like, the first agency I'd get a job at was, like, such a large, like, well-known agency. Mm -hmm. So I feel really lucky to just be in the same building as those creatives. I got to work on those, like, super cool, like, you know, big ads that go in places like the Super Bowl or um, any other like big events and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, Goodby, uh, was it Rich? Good. What, what are the, what are their full names? Yeah. So it's Jeff Goodby and Rich Silverstein. Yeah. Rich Silverstein, Jeff Goodby. They just were in the news. I, I saw them on Twitter. I think Lee Clow was, there was something popped up about them. They had a young fo like photo of them back in the day. I think I don't know what they're doing. I think they might be doing a workshop or something. They were just in the news today. I just was seeing them. I don't know. I don't recall why. Yeah, they are, first off, like the best CEOs ever. They're really like just hands on into everything um, in our agency life and just in our work in general. And um, 
yeah, one thing that I know they've done is if you go like they have like a master class that a lot of people have yep. been able to get into. Yeah, um, they do literally so much in the ad world. They've been featured in like Ad Age and Ad Week, and they've just yeah. been highlighted everywhere. They are. Yeah, I mean they're the the goats. They're the yeah. goats. You know, <laughs> I mean them and Selma Ramos. Um, I don't know Lee Clow. Those are all like if they're on the Mount Rushmore of advertising, those they're both of them are on it. Or maybe they would share one like half and half a statue. They're definitely on the Mount Rushmore of advertising professionals. But enough about them. If they're listening, this is not about you guys right now. This is about Anna, which you should be listening. But Anna, how did you get to this agency? What where take us on the journey from UCF when you decided, hey, I want to do advertising. What how'd you get here? Great question. Um, I feel like with everyone in advertising, they like fell into it. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think I've met a single person that like went to college and was like, I want to do advertising. <laughs> like everyone comes from like either a different major or it was like maybe a second thought that they had and they wanted to try it out or they fell into a class and that's how they got where they are. And yeah. so similar thing for me, I was actually starting off in college. I was a psychology major. Um, and I was going so. yeah, it honestly is very relevant. I mean, one of the first things you learn in psychology is like color symbolism, color psychology, and how that all like relates to different brands and whatnot. Um, I remember cool. learning that like, yeah, back in high school. So very interesting to learn about that stuff. But uh, yeah, for me, it just kind of like, I was going through a class and realized that I didn't want to go get a PhD. Yep. <laughs> A lot more schooling, a lot more money, and um, just yes. wasn't my thing. So, um, looking into different majors, I like thought about things that I like to do. I definitely feel like I have a lot of like different creative talents. Like as a kid, I loved like journaling and drawing and painting, all that stuff. So I definitely looked into things that were like on the creative realm, but I also am like always been interested in research. So I was just like, how can I like mesh all these interdisciplinary skills into something and my mom was actually the one who suggested me starting off in pr um she just said it was something she could always imagine me doing so for me i was like okay my mom knows me more than i know myself yeah awesome. <laughs> so um i just kind of took the plunge and i started taking like the intro to advertising and intro to public relations classes at my school really liked it. Um, the way they have it set up at UCF is it's like a, um, it's not like a double major, but it's, it's advertising and PR. It's like That's a shared, nice. yeah, major. So you get to take whatever classes in both realms. Um, you know, you don't have to like declare one or the other kind of thing, which is nice. Cause I definitely feel like when you go into the advertising PR world, like no one really knows, like, okay, what is PR? Like, what is advertising? So it's nice to get that taste of both. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was really helpful. And then, I mean, essentially from there, you know, I got, I was always super involved in college. And um, in what? What were you involved with? Because that's important. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, when I first decided to do advertising, I actually went to my orientation and um, my orientation leader, she was a part of this, uh, fraternity called Zeta Phi Eta, which is Zeta Phi Eta is a national professional fraternity in communication arts and sciences. 
So mm-hmm. it's all about, you know, like those advertising people, public relations, nice. journalism. Yeah, like human communication, mass communication. They take a bunch of majors and she told me about it and was like, you know, you should come and rush. Um, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I was just looking to meet friends. Um, it's freshman year. I didn't know yeah. anyone. Um, so yeah, I went out to their rush and from there it just like took off and I was like, I want to be a part of this organization. They all seem to know like what they want to do with their lives. They really are like mm-hmm. well-developed like professionals. And yeah. I, it definitely just showed me like the importance of networking. What's and it called? It's called Zeta Phi Eta. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. It's honestly like I wish all schools had some so sort marketing. Of- it's like marketing communications folk centric. Yeah. Is it's everybody in that industry in that realm. Yeah. Everyone in that industry. Plus like we had some like, um, like SLP speech language pathologists, like majors. Um, what are they doing in there? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> all different like communications. Okay, or, like, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Really how to communicate yeah yeah so um it's just like it was such a great organization to be a part of and um once i got extended my bid honestly the rest was like history and i got into yep. the fraternity and um it was it literally just helped me get off my feet um and understand like just how to network be professional you know the different opportunities that there are out there in yep. our like marketing world it's crucial um, yeah, so it was just like so helpful as a freshman and then growing into it through like sophomore, junior, senior year. Um, I just continued to build all my skills, get internships from my fraternity brothers and sisters. It was the best decision I've ever made. That's fun. That's yeah. awesome. And so wait, how long were you a psych major for? You did that for? I was, I literally was in it for like one semester. <laughs> there you go. Get right out. That's good. Waste no time. Yeah, so yeah track, graduating four years, all good. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It didn't take much for me to just cancel. Like, all right, yeah. don't get a PhD. It, it's tough when uh, you like people switch like midway to over midway through because you have to get your requirements in, and you, you do not want to fall behind. And there, there comes a point where there might be a point of no return, and that point of return, no return you will have to either do extra semesters or you have to crunch it in the summer. So it's good that you figure that out early. Yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like, you know, going into college, you, it's so hard to like figure out what you want to do with your life. Um, and for me, like I was always one of those kids where like my parents would ask me that question, like senior year of high school. And I was just like, I would get so stressed out and like just anxious. Um, Cause I had no idea. <laughs> So, and also like going into college, I feel like a lot of parents kind of like glorify those jobs that bring in a lot of money, like being a doctor or a lawyer. Absolutely. Those are great jobs. Yeah. And you like it, run it. Absolutely. Exactly. Check out this take for advertising. Mm -hmm. Your major doesn't really matter. That's what I'm saying. Your major doesn't really matter. If you would have done psychology for four years, you might have been in a better position. And you were still in that uh, fraternity. Maybe who? I mean, you can't get much better where you're at now. But I'm saying those outside perspectives, they love it. They love it. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I feel like I'm at a disadvantage being an advertising major. Sometimes. Sometimes it's extreme advantage. I don't know. But you can stumble in from any for advertising. I think you have it like 
anybody can stumble in if you have the right experience. Yeah. And honestly, like, like I said earlier, I feel like all advertising students, they never like start off in advertising. So like having psychology background, mm-hmm. it's definitely helped me in like some aspects. I mean, I've always cared about like other people and learning more about like individuals. And I feel like that's such a huge thing in advertising. Like when you go through like strategy and research, like you have to understand your customers and like yep. your clients. So yeah, it's, psych, psych yeah. is huge or social yeah. like sociology would be another great one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it all plays a huge role. It's such, again, like an interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary uh, words. Yeah, I can't. Word is. <laughs> Let me try it. Interdisciplinary. No, can't do it. <laughs> not, it's not a real word anymore. Yeah. It's just like, there's so many different like potential things you can do in it. It's, yeah. uh, it's a, it's a great route to go for sure. It is. It is. Um, so you were psych major, not for you. <laughs> So you right. then went to the, this combo advertising PR program when you just quick question on that. Did, did you lean one way to advertising or did you lean one way to PR at all? What was your thought process? Yeah. So I actually um, started off with like, okay, let's just go all in PR, see if I like it. And PR is really cool. I enjoyed it, but it just wasn't my thing. Um, you know, once you start to do internships and you get that like hands-on yep. experience, you really start to see like, okay, is this for you or is this not? So I did one PR internship and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> That's just not it for me. And um, so yeah, then I started to learn more about advertising, did a couple internships and um, mostly in like social media and stuff like that, had like an account internship and sure. It just felt more my area because it's just such a creative environment where I feel like with PR, it's kind of hard to get that creative environment in there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I'll, I'll boil it down because uh, I am in PR. The, yeah. uh, the uh, difference really between paying for an ad placement, creating it and the strategy behind it, that's advertising, paid media. Mm-hmm. With this, um, Everybody should know this maybe, but some people might not know this. Uh, so, but PR... Uh, public relations is about creating those mutually beneficial relationships where you're basically earning coverage instead of paying for it by pitching journalists a story about your representative organization so they can write about it instead of paying for an ad they write about your ad which gains a little bit more credibility i believe but yeah it's all all about pitching and media and journalists that transfer if you're a journalist and you want to transfer the pr that might be the best secret that not a lot of people know about right away but journalists transfer into uh pr is huge but my spiel is over back to you where did you intern um uh you had some great experience uh and i'm assuming that fraternity sorority uh that helped you out getting these internships so where'd you internship where'd you intern at yeah um well first off i want to say those definitions were like straight out of a textbook good for you Uh, (laughs) i have described that as well Um, yeah, so basically through my internships, um, a couple places I got to intern at was fe- this place in um, Florida called Feeding Children Everywhere. Um, it's a nonprofit. And when I was there, I actually was an event intern. So I got to 
um, helped facilitate their events that they had, which is really cool. Has nothing to do with PR, <laughs> um, nothing to do with advertising, but they did let me help them like with their social media and stuff like that on the side. So I, you know, I was able to make it work. You know, you get in what you or you, what you put in is what you're gonna get out of it, kind yeah. of thing. Um, it's huge so that, for internships. Yeah, exactly. So that's essentially what I did there. And it was great. I was there for quite a while, I think like three semesters. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was just so much fun to work there. And I got to travel with them, which was cool. Um, but after that internship, I was like, okay, maybe I should do something that's like either at an agency or whatnot. So um, yeah, after that, I went into this advertising agency and interned at um, 78 Madison is what it's called. That was where I got my first account experience. And um, where's that at? That's also in Florida. It's in Orlando, kind of like What's in it called? Um, 78 Madison. Okay. Yeah. So, kind of like Madison Avenue is where like, they get like their name mm -hmm. from. Um, yeah. It's like the CEO has a story about it when he okay. worked in New York and stuff. But um, yeah, it was a really cool agency. I loved it because it was um, a smaller agency, which I definitely think for those listening, if you're going through school right now, definitely to take the chance to intern at like small agencies, you know, nonprofits or like big agencies, just like feel the water for everything because you never know what you're going to like. Mm -hmm. And um, I enjoyed small agency just because you really get to see how everything works. You get to understand the process from like, you know, working on an account side when things go to creatives, when things go to copywriters, like you really get to be that person to facilitate, walk over to their desk, talk to them about it. And it really gave me a good idea of like that whole campaign process. So Absolutely. yeah, that internship was so helpful. And then from there, I decided to switch and do some social media work at this other agency called Evoke, which is an advertising agency. And um, tested out my social media skills and it was really fun. The social team was like, so much fun to work with i still like chat with them here and there and yeah it was just like so it's cool fun is, is social fun is oh, that yeah. a true story yeah no i love um doing social media work um i actually while working at goodby i have a part-time job that's like super part-time and i just like help out on the weekends with like creating graphics for this nonprofit called our stomping ground and um, so I still wow. have social media work in my life. You still have it going on, but wow. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, there's something about it, um, you know, being, this is gonna be like very Gen Z, but <laughs> like social media is something we grew up with. We're always on like, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, now TikTok, like Facebook, whatever. Mm. Not so much Facebook anymore, but you know. <laughs> no, get me out of Facebook. I hate those weird videos and seeing my grandparents post. I don't, yeah. TikTok. Literally. <laughs> get me on TikTok. I love TikTok. Yeah, I could talk about that literally yeah. all day. But it's like, that's just our thing. We yes. grew up with it. So mm. it's just kind of secondhand nature. Whereas for, you know, some of the people I got to work with in that internship, you know, they were older and like their generation didn't necessarily grow up with it. So they needed us younger people to like step in and like show them how stuff worked and like yeah. what's new and what's popular and stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah. then, okay. So you, you did work at that, you did social media work at that agency. You're still mm -hmm. doing some social media work part-time while working at Goodby. Yeah. And it was that, is that the last job before the big one? And is this, is that 
transition into your interview and the process of how you landed at Goodby? Yeah. So essentially when I was about ready to graduate, my advisor at school, um, I, as usual, had a little moment where I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know exactly what I want to do in like advertising. Like I've tried so many different things. I like a lot of different things. Um, I was just kind of like feeling just nervous about breaking into like the ad world. And that's when she told me, yeah. (laughs) And that's when she told me about the MATE program, which is put on by the four A's and it's um, the multicultural advertising internship program. So she told me the best. You guys are the best. I interview like so many of you guys. It's awesome. But keep going. Thank you. Yeah, no, MAPE is literally all the people I met in MAPE are, Mm -hmm. like you said, quite literally the best. Um, They're so cool and they're just so talented. But yeah. yeah, So she told you about this program and Mm -hmm. you said, what is this? I want, I'm in. And it's a, it's a, it's a stringent, is that a word? Stringent process? Strict? Yeah. It's definitely, um, it's a process <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, you apply and um, you have like- Engine's a word, sorry. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. yeah, so um, when you apply, you essentially have to like fill out this whole application where it's like a bunch of essays, you submit a video, you choose like your top one like discipline and then your like second discipline if you don't get that. Um, and then there's like a wait process and then they let you know if you're a semi-finalist and then you do an interview, Crazy. you're a finalist. Yeah. So that's it's, that's nuts. Yeah. That's it's awesome. So, so exciting. I bet. Oh yeah. No, it's so exciting. It's such like a cool thing to just kind of like get excited with like other students that are also applying and, um, yeah. And, the, and find out where you are supposed to enter. Yeah. That's the coolest part. I mean, so yeah. and then they kind of match you like they pick you and you kind of like, don't you like. Yeah, they're selecting you. It's awesome. Yeah. I was supposed to intern um, at this place called Geometry Global, actually yep. in Chicago. Um, I've interviewed somebody from Geometry Global. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it's a great agency. Um, mm-hmm. I wish that I could have actually gone there. Um but you know, of course, COVID happens, and um, that totally changed the make program, and they had to figure out like where to go from there. Um, but it was such a great experience. Still, I'm so lucky. Absolutely. Yeah. So wait, so the the program canceled because of COVID. Yeah. So essentially, what happened was like Mape like came on the phone with all of us um, finalists and um, Mape Bellows and was like, hey you know, with COVID happening, we're not sending you guys anywhere. You know, these companies, they don't even know what the future. Right. That was a dark time. Yeah, exactly. Like no one knows like what the next day is going to hold. So um, a lot of companies, including mine, they canceled their internships. But, you know, the people that run May, they're so fantastic. Literally the best people I've ever met. they told us like they wanted to still host something for us and still create essentially a virtual program. So we did this virtual program for the whole summer, got to learn like the ins and outs of the industry, got to learn more about the disciplines we were selected for, which is really nice. So I still got to learn about like account um, management and get to learn like, you know, what the role entails and stuff. Mm -hmm. And at the end we even got chosen to do these like, campaigns with these agencies so that was like such great experience to be able to do that 
Yeah, agencies had to figure out real quick on the fly if they were to do like an academy or like or anything like that, a, a online program. That was yeah. way back, and now everybody's got it kind of figured out for this summer with internships and jobs. So I'm glad that we've moved on, and I'm glad that they were able to give you that opportunity. And so, yeah. how did that connect to Goodby? Yeah. So when we were doing at the very end these campaigns that. Um, you know, we were split up into groups, we were given an agency and like a client and we had to, you know, we got to work with that client and come up with a campaign in a week. Mm -hmm. um, Crazy. And then, yeah. yeah, just yeah. to show how quick of a turnaround like the advertising yeah. world really is. Yep. Um, so essentially, one of the campaigns that my group got, it was from Goodbeat and it was on their like, um, their pro bono thing that they're doing called Respond to Racism. Um, which is essentially, it's this like Twitter bot that responds to like racist remarks made about COVID-19 and um, any remarks that are made about like saying it's like a Chinese virus or like mm -hmm. people just making racist remarks about it when it's just like so rude and uncalled for. So um, we came up with a campaign about it and how to extend it like either on Twitter or off Twitter. And essentially my group came up with this idea of making like a really cool card game to share with families um, where they can essentially have like an open discussion like with their kids about like learning about racism and you know, what's not okay to say. And just talking about conversations that need to be had that are currently not being had because it makes people feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was such a cool thing to work on. Um, I still talk to everyone in my group because they were literally the most fantastic group to work with. And um, at the end of May, they do this like huge career fair. And my like one of our major recruiters at Goodby, her name is Leslie B. I got to talk to her. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out to Leslie B. I love her. She's fantastic. Um, I got to talk to her and she essentially told me how, hey, we're looking for an account coordinator. I saw what you guys did. I think it was great. And I'd love to like, you know, get you set up and into an interview and pretty much like the rest. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. yeah, it was so great. I'm literally so grateful uh, that mm -hmm. she even like thought of me for the physician. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fantastic. Well, you must have really impressed her. Uh, yeah. The project, the campaign, the execution. And just you being you, I'm sure she was like, all right, let's hire. Her. And it worked out like interviews were crazy. I'm sure. Was it, was it strict? Was it stringent? Which is a word. <laughs> yeah, it actually, it wasn't too bad. Um, Like she had me do like a little assignment for them and that like brought up a conversation. We got to talk about that. An assignment. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it honestly was really fun. Um, good, it, good. Very like personality provoking, like yeah. trying to see like, what kind of a worker you are, you know, what yeah, drives you. A little insight in how your brain works uh, yeah. more so than a couple questions about behavioral questions or whatever. That's nice. Yeah. Way better than like being asked like, oh, tell me about yourself. Like there's <laughs> like <laughs> a good icebreaker to just be yeah. able to chat about my answers. Um, and then from there, I like got to meet my team that I currently work on. And um, yeah, she like, gave me a call like one night and was like exciting news like i want to extend you the offer for this position yes um, and nice 
yeah, that's like pretty much the story and how it goes. I'm like super humbled by it because she definitely had me at the top of her list for this role. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Things happen for a reason. <laughs> Things happen for a reason. So let's let's rewind that back. So everybody, uh, she, you initially were supposed to go Geometry Global. Mm-hmm. That got canceled. You were bummed out. I'm sure, mm-hmm. devastated. I remember oh, everybody was devastated, and I was like midway through, this, like I was talking to my friends, doing this podcast, to like never gonna break it. It's terrible. Like super uh, discouraging when COVID. Yeah. Hit. And it still is for a lot of people. Like it's still discouraging out there. Sure. It's still tough for a lot of people. Not everybody, you know, has broken in yet. And that's a real, real thing. And but I am noticing yeah. in Chicago jobs are opening up. So stay on your LinkedIn in Chicago. But um sure. but um so you're discouraged and everything happens for a reason, right? So then you did this presentation. Somebody had like one of the best agencies in the nation just so happened to stumble upon you. Everything happens for a reason again, and you get the job that is huge. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you've you. Been there. Absolutely. And you've been there since October. Yes. Okay. So how are you liking it? And then give us, you know, uh, I'm going to give you the mic actually. Uh, <laughs> you could talk about what it's like working there. Give us some insight on that and then give us some mm-hmm. tips. How do we do what you do? How do we break yeah. into some of the best agencies? I'm done talking. I'm going to give these last couple minutes to you now, whatever you want to cover. Yeah, no, for sure. So um, like you said, I started in October in an account role. Um, honestly, was just like, have no idea what I'm about to get myself into. And um, one of the reasons why I'm so grateful for like starting at Goodby is because the people that I work with are, I'm telling you, like the best of the best they were so helpful with this transition because I mean, a lot of people I'm sure are experiencing right now starting a job, you know, remotely, it is so difficult. Um, definitely like not just a stroll in the park or anything like that. You have to like learn your role completely remote, you know, learn your coworkers remote, figure out like what your day to day is going to look like remote. It's a challenge. And especially since I'm on East coast time, like that was another challenge too, figuring out like, what is my day going to look like? I don't know. (laughs) So they have really helped me transition well into um, learning my role, learning what our like processes for when we put spots to air, um, all that good stuff. And um, the client I work on is Comcast business, which is a new pillar of business that they actually just gained. Um, I, when I started in October, they had like literally like, it, it was so fresh though. Like they had just, started on Ooh, here um interesting. so yeah it was like i was learning with them because that's they were nice learning. that's really nice actually. yeah it's like it was such a new team at the time like there was two other people that had just recently got hired like a couple months prior to me getting hired so it was nice to know like i'm not alone um there are other people in the same boat as me like we're all just kind of figuring it out together um one thing that they said in the interview um my account director was like, they really needed people that are going to build a plane while you fly it, which like sounds crazy, but <laughs> like awesome. it's true. Yeah, you kind of yeah. have to be able to build a plane while you fly it. You gotta be able to figure things out as you're going. Um, I've I really never heard think- that before. That's gonna be the, the sound bite. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the best like thing I've ever heard, honestly. And like, it's something I have to like keep fresh in my head because 
that's just kind of how advertising is. I really feel like all the time, like you're figuring out as you go in, you're coming, you might have to come up with things like right on the spot. Um, you know, you have to be like super innovative um, and just like have like a fresh like concept in this world. So um, yeah, essentially from there, you know, started to get adjusted to the role. Um, now looking back, it's crazy that I started in October. I feel like I started yesterday. Um, <laughs> Like yeah. time is like not a thing, like working from home. I yeah. can't believe it's been this long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's that. I would say for people that are looking for a job though, like remotely or looking to like eventually move somewhere um, or looking to stay local and just work somewhere, like definitely I know Jada was on here at one point. Shout out to Jada, I love her. Um, <laughs> Jada said, your network is your net worth. And true. that is so true. Like if it wasn't for going into me, extending like my network, like meeting new people, I can't imagine being in the spot that I'm in right now. Um, it's so important to just put yourself out there. Get yourself on LinkedIn if you're not, you know, get to just message random people that have roles that you're looking to go into. Um, yep. Yeah, it literally, like, the more you push yourself out of your comfort zone, the more you're going to see you'll be able to accomplish and the further you're going to get in your life. Um, and, of course, it's uncomfortable. You're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. But even now, like, I have to do that all the time for work. You know, good be is huge. There's so many people that work in our San Francisco mm -hmm. office, let alone we have our New York office, too, and I don't even know anyone that works in our New York office. I just know a good amount from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So every day I'm still meeting new people. You know, I'm still having to reach out to people I don't know and be like, hey, I started in October, but it's nice to meet you virtually. Let's like, you know, let's get virtual coffee, whatever. Um, and I get to learn about them and then they connect me with someone else in like our office or, you know, it's just, there's so many people you can meet in this advertising world. Um, and you start to realize the more people you meet, it's honestly such a small world. Like yeah. this person knows this person who knows this person. And that just opens up your world of opportunities. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, and I agree with all everything you said. And this has been fantastic. And can, and can listeners reach out to you if they have any questions or just want to connect and grow their own network? Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course. Like add me on LinkedIn. I'm always down to chat. Um, I've had so many people reach out to me just to ask mm -hmm. like questions about getting a job in San Francisco yeah. or account and what account people do. Sure. Um, yeah, what, whatever you need is. <laughs> well, awesome. And, oh. and make sure when you reach out, you say you came for breaking and entering. Yes. They, they, sure. they appreciate that. So yeah. well, thank you so much. And then go to our Instagram at entering ad to see her resources and to see uh, how you can connect with her. You know, we'll put the link to the LinkedIn there. So it's all good. Anna, thank you so much for coming on. This has been fantastic. Thanks for having me. This has been so cool. Yeah. Well, have a great day and thank you everybody for listening. Thank you all for listening to this entire episode of the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's guest. Make sure you go and connect with them on LinkedIn. Tell them that Breaking and Entering sent you. Now, thank you to Mikey Malarkey, our audio technician, and Buchan Zhang, our creative director, as well as the student team from the Midnight Oil Agency at the University of Illinois. Can't do it without you all. Thank you very much. We will see you all next week with another amazing guest.